You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hello and welcome to episode 302 of the Soul Forge podcast. Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Hey, everybody, it's Sean back at you with another exciting episode. And boy, oh boy, do we have a special guest this week. We have Mariah Shane and he has been in such television and movie projects as Constantine and Bones, but he's not here to talk about his acting work. Mariah, how are you today? I'm great. I'm great, Sean. Thanks for having me on. Hey, it's been a pleasure yeah. to have you here. So you're, I guess it's your assistant who reached out to me? Omar reached out to you. Yeah, he, he, uh, he helps me track down and discover cool podcasts in the podcast world. And somehow you stumbled upon the Soul Forge. And somehow he stumbled upon the Soul Forge and said, like, I got a cool one. Check this out. I was like, that's a cool one. All right. All right. So you, you said you've listened to a few episodes. Yeah. And uh, it, the, uh, the general theme of the podcast fits with your philosophy of life and what you uh, are into? Yeah, absolutely. Because, okay, so, so I have a company called More Hair Naturally, and we focus on, on hair loss. We make all natural products for thinning hair, hair loss, stem cell. We're the first company to introduce stem cells to the topical application of hair loss back uh, in 2016. Okay. But the real heart of it is that we, we are here. I'm here to help change people's lives. I mean, I have a bigger, I have a bigger picture for myself. The thing is, is it's not just about hair loss. It's about self-confidence, self-confidence, self-esteem, motivation, encouragement, and the the idea is that the more tension you have on your body and concerns or considerations about your your body the less the less of yourself you're going to put out into the world yeah you know because if, if you go out, if you go out into the world and you're a little introverted on yourself and how you look or how someone might think of you or perceive you you're not going to go out 100% you're going to go out 70% 60% you know, maybe you'll even slump down and get down to 50% and not make eye contact. And, you know, I mean, there's extremes of it. But our goal, my goal and our company's goal is to get your attention 100% off your body and out into the world. Because when you have your attention out into the world, not only can you can not only do you influence people around you just by being alert. I mean, that's really like at this point in society, someone who's just alert and aware is enough to change the energy of a room. But also in like taking care of those things in your life that you want to take care of and taking care of those actions and those things in your life that might be consuming your attention or bothering you, it puts you more in control of your life and puts you more at cause over your life. And having that ability, you can then 
put that into other areas. And so you'll have confidence that you can control and you can, you can make a decision and get a positive result in other areas of your life as well. Where were you 25 years ago? I could have used you back then. <laughs> searching, searching. <laughs> right, right. For, for answers. Sure. And, and now you've got them. No, I'm still searching, actually. <laughs> yeah, because, the, 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 yeah, it's true. It, it never ends, yeah. does it? Yeah. But but the, the idea is like, so just like the, like in a nutshell, like the, 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 the concept behind more hair naturally, because I think it kind of ties in is, is essentially my, my father, like, so every man in my, in my family is bald. I should be a hundred percent bald right now. I should be totally bald. I'm thrilled to have what I have. So in the, like the, maybe like late 90, late in the mid nineties, uh, my father started losing his hair just as every single male in my family does. And he panicked. He's like, what do I do? What do I do? Right. And we, we've never, we've always had the philosophy as a family and growing up, I've always had the philosophy that our bodies are meant to work with nature. We've, we've evolved over millions of years synergistically with nature. Everything in nature has, has been around to support our bodies to function at the highest level they can function. So like if someone gets sick in the family, it'll always be like, well, how can we help our immune system do better? What in nature is going to help boost our immune system so our bodies can fix what's happening themselves? Because if our body fixes, it remembers and it kind of it moves forward with that idea. So when my father started losing his hair, there was nothing out there. It was the, it was the same products that are today, like the same drug products that are used today with the same products then with the same products in the 70s. You know, they're all this. It's, it's the same products. So he so he started taking those. And it messed him up. He started getting sick. He started getting oh. side effects. He started getting lethargic. He actually started developing breasts oh, no. um, because it altered his hormones. And that was not his plan. He did uh, not no want way. that. I guess not. <laughs> yeah. um, and so he's, he basically, we were like, you got to stop. This is, you're, you're not, you look terrible. You're not healthy. And so he, my, my mother's from Italy and she has some family in Lake Como and she was talking to them and there was like a little lab there that was doing some really exciting stuff in the field of hair loss in all natural field. And she, she's like, well, send some to us. So she got some, she sent it and started working. And then we became their North American distributors. Yeah. Um, so at, but at that point, we didn't know what we were doing. We didn't know. All we knew is we had something that was getting a, a good result and it was all natural. It wasn't okay. an amazing result, but it was a result and it was a natural result. Right. And so that's when we started researching, like, okay, so what is hair loss? What is this? What's happening? The more we started like understanding it, we started realizing that we could do a lot better than what's happening. And so at that point, we started like just researching medical journals all over the world, figuring like what's happening in the field of hair loss? Because science didn't go to sleep in 1970, you know? So we started like researching and there's all these amazing things being discovered in, with stem cells, probiotics, amino acids, all these incredible things that were getting results, but none of them were in products. So at that point, we brought everything to California, all our operations to California. And we're like, listen, we want to take every single one of these ingredient, ingredients and put them in one product, but at the same clinical strength that's producing results in the studies. And it took a couple, couple of years and then eventually we figured out how to do it. And then we did it. And then we redid our whole product line and going forward, we did it with that approach of what's happening currently now. Okay. Now, the reason why we did it that way is because it's so important to us that we set people up to succeed. 
And the reason why is, I mean, I mean not just because you want to have like, like a, a kick-ass product that will change the world, but bigger than that. It's because, because when somebody makes a decision and then they see a positive result, it gives them the confidence to know that they can make other decisions and achieve positive results. Yes. You know, and like I said, it's a bigger picture. So we're like, if we make sure that we can set someone up to win in this area, then they'll feel confident that they can win in other areas. And in doing that, it'll have a snowball effect on their life, on their self-esteem, on their families, friends, church, environments, because you have somebody who now feels capable to make a change. Okay. So it's like a, it's an overall approach. That's like, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an overall approach. And the, the thing, the thing that we're finding and that I'm, I'm finding too, and is that it's, you don't even have to hit the end result to have, to have that change in viewpoint, because like when you, when you go to the gym, right. And you, you work out for an hour, you know, and you look at yourself in the mirror afterwards, you look the same, That's right. but you feel like you look incredible. You know what I mean? You look the same, but you're like, I look great. <laughs> this is this is on. I'm, I got it going on, you know? Yeah. And it's not because you physically have your six pack, but it's because you know you're doing the right things to get that. And just knowing that you're doing the right things gives you that motivation to like get out there and get your attention off yourself and off your body and into the world. So, so it's almost like the journey is more important than the end result. Yes and no. The end result is is incredibly important. I mean, when you get on a plane, you don't go to a, you don't you're not going for the plane ride. You know, you're going because you oh, yeah. want to like jump in the water to the Bahamas. That's you know, a, yeah, oh, yeah, you for know? sure. So, so the, the the journey. I mean, the end result is super important, but it is exciting when you're on that plane because you know, like, oh yeah, oh yeah, the anticipation. Yeah, the anticipation, and that and that is enough to change a, a viewpoint and a philosophy. But it doesn't even. I mean, I'm not, I'm just rattling on here, but it doesn't even really, but the thing is though, somebody could have crazy hair, you know, since we're talking hair and hair loss, they could have crazy hair, like patches everywhere and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. But if that person feels incredible about how they look and they're like, I look great, then that's awesome because they achieved the goal ultimately that we want them to achieve, you know? Yeah. So it, it is a physical it is a physical goal of having like great, full, healthy, full hair. Mm-hmm. But the real, the real goal is having the self-esteem and the confidence of looking at yourself and feeling great about what you see. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, you know? did, did your father get hair? Did he get the hair that he wanted? He did. He was very happy. It worked out. Oh, good. It worked out. He was very happy. He had crazy, crazy. Uh, he, he, he liked to keep his hair nuts. He had crazy mad scientist hair till the day he died. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, before we started recording, you, you said this product doesn't necessarily work for everybody. You looked at my shiny head in the uh, camera here and you said, oh, it wouldn't work for you. Yeah, because if, if the follicles are dead, which is indicated by by a shiny, shiny, smooth scalp, mm-hmm. uh, then nothing can bring back a dead follicle. Right. But like sometimes people will go through like big areas, big times of stress, or they'll take like, they'll have to get on some sort of medication or, or have some sort of like temporary, like, uh, 
illness or something that will cause them to lose their hair and will okay. cause them to have shiny, a shiny baldness. Mm. When it happens fast like that, it doesn't necessarily mean the follicles have died. Okay. Um, there is a, there is a dormant window. So if someone just suddenly like loses their hair for some like external reason, it doesn't mean the follicles have died. Um, but if it's like, you know, you're in your fifties, forties, fifties, you've been losing hair for 30 years. That's, yeah. a, little bit, that's yeah. a little bit of a different story. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I just turned 47 and I've had this hairline since uh, probably my mid twenties. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is, it is what it is at this point. No hope for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's essentially what, what we're going for. I mean, the mechanics are very interesting though, to me as well, because like, there's a lot, there's tons of reasons why people lose their hair. There's stress, uh, there's emotional, there's medications, there's diet, there's illness. But the overall arcing reason is because of genetics. Yes. You know, that's the, that's the overall, that's the 97% of people, men, women who lose their hair is mm -hmm. genetics. Okay. But and people like to close the door on genetics, like it, genetics, you're doomed, period. But that's actually not the case with oh, hair really? loss. Okay. It's just, that's not the case because this is what we learned when we first got into the, when we first kind of like the doors opened up to us and we started like trying to understand it. This is one of the first things we learned is that when our bodies break down testosterone, men and women, uh, it creates a byproduct called DHT. Now this is just, this is just a byproduct of your body breaking down testosterone. And it's generally just excreted through your body. It's not a big deal. However, when it passes by the hair follicle, it gets stuck in these little potholes on the follicle. Pothole is not scientific, but it's a good but, visual, so yeah. I'm, I'm sticking with it. I, I can um, see it in my head here, yeah. Yeah, so it gets stuck in these little potholes. Now, these potholes, that's the generic trait of hair loss, are these little potholes. You could inherit a lot. You can inherit, inherit very little. So what happens is when the DHT passes by, it gets stuck in the potholes, and as time goes on and more and more gets stuck, it begins to gradually cut the blood flow off to the follicle. So the follicle starts to get weaker and weaker, and then eventually gets thinner and thinner, and then eventually dies if nothing is done about it. So the actual hair loss equation in the genetics side would be how many of these little potholes you've inherited versus how much testosterone your body's creating. So a woman could have inherited tons of these little potholes, but because she's not producing as much testosterone as a man, she she will experience hair loss, but she's not going to experience it till much later because it's going to take that much longer for the, enough DHT to accumulate that it really starts to strangle off the follicle. Okay, I see. You know, whereas a, a man could have very few of these potholes but produce tons of testosterone, which in turn produces tons of DHT, and he will experience hair loss earlier. So the but, the less testosterone you have the less likely you are to go bald if you have less gen, it, as a general, as a general rule. Yes. But also the less testosterone you have, right. there's a whole slew of health ramifications mm -hmm. attached that, that you don't want. Of course. Of course. Yeah. You want both. You want, we, we don't, I don't really, I, we, we, I will never condone uh, like testosterone, like reducing your testosterone unless there's like a drastic health reason right. for it. Um, in general, when approaching hair loss, you shouldn't you shouldn't have to do anything to your body that's going to put you in a lesser condition of health. Yes. 
So our only goal with our products is to get that DHT just to slide off the follicle, get the blood flowing back to the follicle, start bombarding it with stem cells, probiotics, amino acids, build it back up and let the follicle start doing what it's supposed to do, which is produce hair. Right. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. So how does your product work? Is it a pill? Is it a topical cream? Is it an injection? Oh, it's a spray. It's a, it's, oh. it's a water-based. We put it in a water-based spray. And the reason we did water-based is because we don't want something oily. We don't want something greasy. A lot of the foams out there are very greasy and oily. Mm. Um, we want something that you put on because it has to stay on the scalp. Okay. Anything that's going to help with hair loss needs to absorb into the scalp. There's no shampoo or conditioner that's going to help hair loss. I know they pitch it. We have a shampoo conditioner as well, but anything that is going to help with thinning hair has to absorb into the scalp. Makes sense. Um, shampoos will help with volume and fullness and they'll help on a cosmetic level to help with this, clean the scalp, you know, but nothing, none of them are going to help with thinning. So, so we, um, it's just a spray bottle. You spray it uh, directly to the scalp as close as possible to scalp, massage it in for 30 seconds, oh. let it dry. And then you do it. We have two different, two different sprays that you use together. You do one in the morning, one in the evening. Okay. Super simple. Okay. And where would people find this product? Oh, at, all right. Well, there's a couple ways. Either morehairnaturally.com, which is the website. Okay. Um, but also on the website, there's phone numbers on the top and the bottom of every of every page. And the reason why I have phone numbers on the top and bottom of every page is because we want people to call. We want we when people someone calls in, we offer them what's called a hair loss consultation, where we just talk to them about their hair. I have people here that are very very trained. And we talk about their hair. We, we work to track down the root cause. And then we offer up solutions. You know, it's because maybe it's just a diet change. Maybe it's just a very stressful period. And there's certain things that you just need to handle and get out of your life. And then you'll be fine. Yeah. Or maybe like you do need to get on a program. I mean, we will offer products if, we, if they think they'll help. But that's not really the point of the call. The point of the call is to help put someone back in control of their life help put you back in control of an area that you might feel is a little out of control you know oh, okay okay so, so it's, it's more than just uh hair loss solutions that you're offering yeah yeah we, i mean like i said it, it's a bigger goal we want we want to restore people's you know vitality and their gusto for life right you know so that that's really what we're going for so so yeah i mean not everyone likes to get on the phone. You know, people just like to buy and just get on with their life. And that's cool. They can just go to the morehairnaturally.com, mm -hmm. do what they want, get, get, it's all right there. Everything's explained. They can get what they want and then yeah. go on. But if someone has questions or isn't sure, you should call and then we'll help them and talk to them and, and help them find it. Because again, like the goal, the goal is to get somebody to feel like they're in control of their body and in control of their future. And that's not always easy. Not always easy. No, it's a commitment. Oh, it's, for sure. It's a commitment for yeah. sure. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, in, in any aspect, it's a commitment. So, okay, I read I read this uh, wonderful definition of discipline the other okay. day, which kind of, it actually changed my life, this definition, because I've always thought of discipline as somebody's yelling at you. Oh, yes. Yeah, right. Like you know? in the army or something, yeah. Yeah, someone's just yelling at you. And then initially you just like, revolt you know that that's always been my approach to mm -hmm. to like you get disciplined it's not like you know and people talk about self-discipline and you're like yeah i gotta have self-discipline 
in the back of at least my mind, it always had a negative, like somebody's yelling at me because I'm wrong. Uh, yeah, I could see that. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah, don't tell me. Even myself, like I'm, I don't need discipline. I, you know. But then I heard this definition, and it literally changed my life. It said, "Discipline is doing exactly what you know you should be doing it at the exact time you know you should be doing it, regardless of if you want to do it or not." Yeah, that makes and, a heck of a lot of sense. And I like that because, like. It's okay. It made me feel okay to not want to do something. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, like I, I, I like, I exercise in the morning. Okay. I don't like getting out of bed. No, who does? I don't like getting out of bed at like 545 to go exercise. I don't like that. Sounds horrible. It's horrible. But then when I realized, oh, it's okay that I don't like it, but I know it's the right thing to do it changed my viewpoint on it. So it was okay. It's like, yeah, it's okay. You don't like it, but you know, it's the right thing to do. So just go do it. That, that makes you sense. Know? Yeah, I get that. And it, it, that for me personally, I mean, everyone's different, but for me, that kind of rearranged my perspective on things. And, and then there was this, this other book I was reading called, oh, what was it called? I can't remember what it was called. I'll remember when we're talking, but it was talking about, it, they did this survey where oh the compound effect it's called the compound effect okay um and they they did this they did this this survey where i mean this was just mentioned in the book it's not the point of the book that the difference between like of, of with very successful people and very and unsuccessful people and they listed all these different like tasks and stuff and what they found was the unsuccessful people and the successful people neither of them wanted to do the tasks that were listed Neither of them wanted to do it, but the difference was the successful people did them. Yeah, you totally. know, I, I, that was so, so. It had nothing to do with like, you know, oh, they're just they they love getting up at five thirty and working twelve hours a day. No, but they did it, you know, because they know that that's what needed to get done. That's how the success uh, happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. So I thought that was that was a kind of a cool eye opener too i guess i guess i needed permission to know it was okay not to want to do something you know everybody hates doing it but the successful people do it anyway right right and it's it's just it's it's better for the future if you do it so just do it you know buckle down and get her done just buckle down and get her done it was saying that it was talking about like that that book talks a lot about the difference between like long-term fulfillment of goals versus immediate gratification, mm, okay. you know, and it, it distinguishes the two because they were saying the because the, the, the guy who wrote it was the editor of success magazine. So he's spent his entire you know career interviewing the world's most successful people. Mm-hmm. And he, he was saying that like the, the really successful, they're focused on their, on the long-term, like, where is this going to lead me eventually? where the the more the less successful people focus on the immediate gratification like yeah let's let's binge watch netflix every day this week and stay up till four in the morning and be groggy yeah Yeah, because it feels good you know feels good to eat that pint of ice cream just sit there on the couch on your sweats and be like what's gonna happen next right we all it does it's fun we all like it oh yeah but it's but that's the immediate gratification versus like no let's go to bed early so we can be sharp tomorrow so we can like come up with some good ideas in the morning and then progress forward. Yeah. And it kind of it kind of equates to like bodies as well and, and hair. Because the thing with hair loss is that 
it's not it's not a fast fix, you know, because there's a lot of DHT built up. So it does take time for it to come off. So there is a there is a and it takes time for the follicle to be rejuvenated and to come back and for the blood to start flowing back to it. Mm -hmm. So there is that aspect of of continued, almost a relentless habitual dedication to achieving the goal. Okay, so no instant gratification. Yeah, there's no instant gratification with it. So it does need to have that for that long term focus of like, okay, every day, every day, every day, we're going to get there every day, you know? Yeah. With, so, any, with any product, with any product, any mm-hmm. any change that you want to implement in your body, it has that approach. Oh, of course. Yeah, you got to be yeah. consistent. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So make it part of your routine. Put on your deodorant. Put on your hairspray. Got it. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's all routine. It's yeah. All part of the routine. That's right. Twenty-one days to make a habit. That's what they say. Yeah. So morehairnaturally.com. How often, or I guess. What's the average length of time that it takes uh, for, for somebody to see results? Yeah, it's different. It's different for everybody. Um, the time frame that we generally propose, because it's a general window, is three to six months. Okay. And people will start to notice things within that first month and a half. Like they'll start to notice like less shedding. They'll start to notice better hair days. It's a it's a phenomenon that most people have. They're just like look in the mirror and like, hey, my hair is looking great today. Yeah. Um, but the real the real change is in that three to six month window someone's been losing for you know 20 years it's gonna be around that six month window you right. know of course somebody's just you know going through some like some sudden medications or some very stressful moments and you know it'll be close to that three month window okay so three to six months on average that's yeah that's, that's a safe bad. that's a safe window yeah and yeah. uh the bottle of spray will last you how long well here's here's what the here's what a bottle looks like here's Oh, yeah. it's a good size. Okay. Yeah, it's a good size. And here's, let's see if I can get it with the lighting, right? Let's see. Oh, yeah. Okay. Can you, so see, just, can you see the, the yeah, powerful mist? I see the mist. The powerful mist. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, so basically, um, a bottle, a bot, one bottle is measured to last eight months. I'm sorry, not eight months. It's measured to last one month at eight sprays per application. However, not everyone needs eight sprays for application. So, the goal is just to saturate those thinning areas. Mm-hmm. That's the goal. So if someone can do it in five sprays, then they'll extend the life of the bottle. Uh, okay, that, that yeah, I can see that. So you you okay. do you spray it on a bunch of times, you rub it into your head and yeah. let it dry, and it takes about thirty seconds, and you do that in the morning, and then you do it again in the evening. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then that's it. And then you just let it dry. And we have two. Well, you do you do one. We have you know, there's two different ones. So you do one in the morning, one in the evening. Okay. Um, but yeah. And then you just, you just let it dry. And again, the goal is to saturate the thinning area areas. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure you achieve that goal. But if you do it in five or four, then you just extend the life of the bottle. Right. Okay. So yeah. everybody's, uh, I guess, situation is different. So results yeah, will vary. And... Right. Which is, well, that's why I want people to call too. Because yeah. if someone calls in and they're like, I, I've been bald for 30 years. We're like, like we can recommend like some vitamins that are, that are healthy, that will help like the hair that you do have, you know, stay strong or, you know, maybe we could help with the hair on the side if you want. But ultimately, if your goal is to get that hair back on, you know, in that bald area, we're not going to help. That's, we, we can't do that. Because you're too far gone by that point. Yeah. Because at that point, it's probably an indication the follicles have died. But even if somebody else has been losing for 20 years and they're still not going to get it back a hundred percent because there are dead follicles interspersed in there. Yes. You know, right. so it's, it's never going to look like it was 
when somebody was like 18, no. you know, 22, but we could help, we could help quite a bit to give it, you know, make it fuller and healthier and okay. stuff, but it's, it's never going to go back a hundred percent because of the dead follicles mixed in. Yeah. Okay. I could see that. It makes sense. Yeah. I guess our listeners would probably want to know, uh, do you get both the morning and the nighttime bottle at the same time? Is it like a one fee for the two or how, what's the uh, cost breakdown? Well, they're, they're separate. It really, it really depends on how aggressive somebody wants to go, how long they've been losing their hair. Mm. Like if, if there's a man who's been losing his hair for like 15 years, he's got about like 70% left, but he's pretty thin on top. Realistically, he's going to need to use both bottles for at least six months. You know, right. mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, that's just realistic. And, and we do encourage people buy them like all at once. And the main reason why is because it's, it's a, it needs to be a dedicated, consistent application right out of the bat. Right. And if somebody buys just one bottle, they're, they're not going to, they're not going to use it correctly because you got one bottle sitting there and it's one bottle. So you're going to come, you're going to use it sometimes, and then you'll forget, and then you'll use it and then it'll run out. And then a month will go by you're like, Oh, wait a second. What happened? You know, whereas if you buy like six, 12, 24, now you got 24 bottles. You're going to see those and you're going to know like, oh yeah, I, I just invested. Let me actually use it to the point of getting a result. Yeah. So then you'll start using it every day and there's okay. no lapses and right. you can actually, you can actually be consistent. Mm-hmm. Because you it's paid just, for so this thing. So it's like an investment. Yeah. So it becomes more of an investment. Whereas if you just get one, it's, you know, it's, I mean, money's still money. So it's still, it is still somewhat of an investment, but you have one, you could put it in a drawer, it could disappear. Oh, yeah. You could forget about it. You know what I mean? And it's like, and like we're we're in it, we're in it for people to win, you know? Mm-hmm. So we we need people to hit their goals and we need people to see results. And I'm I'm confident that what we made is really good. I mean, the 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 clinicals, the results, the the ingredients are so good. They're so good, they're so powerful, but people need to use it. They of need course. to use it. The yeah. So that's why we, we encourage that because we want them to, to commit and to go through and get it and then celebrate at the end to see what they've done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. How long have you been on the market for? My family and myself, we've been in this space, you know, since, you know, since the early nineties, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, uh, in 2013 is when we really started like the discovery phase of like, what is going on? Because up to then, we had a product that was working. It was working, but it wasn't working fast enough. And the hair wasn't coming back thick enough. But it was it was great because it was the best thing that we had found and seen. And, and people were very happy with it. But we just felt we could do better. Okay. So that's when we started that whole, like, what's out there? What's happening? And then when we start discovering, like, the stem cells and the probiotics and the amino acids and all these incredible, incredible non-drug formulations, you know, that were getting results that were staggering. We were like, this is a big deal. Um, so then when we, when we brought everything here and we released that first product, that was back in 2016. Okay. We kind of call that our, like our real like launch date because, yeah, because that was the point when like everything changed for us. You know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, it looks like our Zoom call here is going to be over in just a minute. Should we uh, switch over to the next one? Yes.
Ask yourself, is the Flopcast the right podcast for you? Do you have trouble picking a favorite Weird Al song, Karate Kid sequel, or Justice League Detroit member? Are you obsessed with Cousin Oliver from the Brady Bunch, Vicky the Captain's daughter from the Love Boat, or Vicky the Robot from Small Wonder? Do you think Cindy Lauper's We Are the World solo is the most important event in history? You have half an hour a week for something completely stupid. Then the Flopcast might be the right podcast for you. We're on the ESO Network and at Flopcast.net. Right. So I think what I wanted to ask is, do you have any uh, big celebrity clients that you can tell us about? We are in L.A., so yes. But we can't tell you about it. We, no. we, 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 we wouldn't even tell you about our non-celebrity clients. Just yeah. it's, it's pretty sensitive. It's a pretty sensitive, it's a pretty emotional it topic certainly is. For, for a lot of people. I mean, we, we use pretty nondescript packaging as is, mm-hmm. but I mean, we definitely have people who request request not even having our name on the return uh, address you okay know I mean? yeah i get so, to understand so it's 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 not really something that we uh we would no no that's that, that that's completely fair yeah. I, I just didn't know if you had like a celebrity spokesman maybe or obviously no. you're, you're a celebrity because you've been on bones and constantine and yeah, a few yeah, other yeah. things <laughs> hardly hardly count there but <laughs> but yeah no we, we we i mean we we definitely have lots of people in the you know singers lots we have we have a lot of like cool bands, which is always that's always really fun along around the office because like even though we won't talk about it publicly, mm-hmm. we'll sure talk about it in the office. I bet yeah. someone's like, "Guess who I just spoke to on the phone?" And it's like some cool like rocker from like oh. some rad hair band from the eighties. Oh, you're like, whoa! <laughs> they used to have a lot of hair. Now they don't. I oh. know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's pretty fun. So let's talk more about how. Uh, your services work giving people back their confidence. Yeah. So one of the, one of the funny things about like, cause it's hair, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And sometimes people have this misconception that they shouldn't care about how they look because it's vanity and it's, it's bad and you shouldn't really be concerned with that. And it, it doesn't matter. And all those kind of considerations. And I think people get concerned about that because the idea of like, vanity has attached to it the idea of being a jerk yes you know what i mean it's like the dudes in the porsche from the 80s movies you oh know yeah what I mean? mm-hmm. they're like checking themselves out in the mirror and and like we always say like no you should care about how you look don't be a dick right <laughs> but you should care about how you look i, I you think know? everybody does yeah even because if they don't admit it yeah, and it's important though, but it's important. And the reason, the only reason it's important is because the physical absolutely affects the mental. The, the, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, you put on a nice suit or the woman puts on a nice dress and, and it's like, oh yeah, I look great. This mm-hmm. day's going to be a great day. Whereas if you're wearing the sweats you've been wearing all weekend, you're like, oh, maybe I'll make some soup. You know what I mean? There's, <laughs> there's, there's, there's like, oh yeah. Know, and that's just the physical. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. So, our goal is to get people to the point where they look at themselves and they feel great about what they see. And in feeling great about what you see, you stop thinking about it. Oh, okay. You yeah. know what I mean? You, mm-hmm. you, you no longer have attention on it because right. you feel great about it and you stop, you're done. You're on. You're like, okay, my days, let's do it. So you're not internalizing it and it's not slowing you down. Exactly. So, and it, it doesn't really even matter what you look like is the thing. It's not, it's so subjective. It has nothing to do with what other people's opinions of are, what other people think. Mm-hmm. It's all how you feel about yourself. Of course. Because you 
because we we do a lot of Zoom consultations as well with people. Okay. And I'll have I'll have people on the phone, and they're panicking, like literally panicking about their hair loss, mm. but they have this great full, thick head of hair. Women and men, you know, and they're 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 panicking. It doesn't do them any good for me to say, "You look great, dude. You have no problem." And they're like, "Oh yeah, you're right. I have no problem. My life is fixed." You know, <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't work that way. No, you know? no. So it it's it's totally subjective. They have to. It's it's an individual viewpoint of how you how you feel you look. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, yeah, I can totally see that. It's your feelings on the inside. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. So it's all about like putting yourself back in control of that. And again, if you, if you have hair that like society would deem as like silly or weird or, or you look funny in some way, the only way people will really in life have attention on it is if you have attention on it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because we've all encounter those people that are traditionally not beautiful people, but they feel great in their own skin. And then when you talk to them and interact with them, it doesn't even, you don't even really notice because you're just entranced with this amazing like intention and focus that's coming at you. It doesn't even register, but it's that person that is kind of like sucking it in and feels bad and feels weird then you start to like register like, oh, something, something's up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like some people are just naturally light and other people are like a drain. Exactly. It's so true. Someone, someone walks into the room who's like a natural, like light per se. Everyone looks and goes, who's that? Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. And and it changes the space. And I think that that, I think a big component of that is intention in terms of is your intention out or is your intention in? Because mm-hmm. when you're talking to somebody and they treat you like there is nothing else in the world but you, yes, it releases you somehow. You release from your own thoughts and you release from your own consideration. And all of a sudden you come up a little bit and you're like, I really like this person. I don't know why, but this person is, I really like them. Yeah. You just, feel you know, it. you just feel it. Exactly. So our goal is to put everyone in that position so that when, you know, that person walks in, so more people walk into the space like that. So you have a room of people like that. You have a very powerful room. Oh, definitely. Yes. Yeah. And those are people are like uh, almost natural leaders in a way. Exactly. Exactly. But then all the books that I that I read and stuff on like business and leadership, there are no natural leaders. Oh, really? Like, they say there's natural leaders, but like all the great leaders kind of had to find their their way you know they all kind of had to discover what what that is and try to like figure it out but there is but there definitely is that aspect to it of like the thing that makes a great leader is their intention of where they're focusing on the people around them like the great leaders are focusing on bringing everybody to their peak level yes you know and it's that intention out. They're not focusing on themselves. They're focusing their attention out. So it is, that is what makes someone a great leader is that their intention is on somebody else and making somebody else rise to the occasion. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's not a lot of people are out there like that, but when you find them, 
when you find them, but it's, it's learned. It's, I think, it, I think it can be definitely a learned skill because if you have, if you just adjust your attention to like, I'm going to make sure everyone around me has everything they need to perform at their peak level. Yes. It doesn't mean you're like driving people or yelling at people or pushing people. That, that just means that you're providing a space. It doesn't even mean teaching. Like you're not, you don't even have to be teaching, you know, yeah. it's just like just making an environment where someone feels like they can grow and that they can achieve a goal. Right. Is going to, that, that's really all it would be. Yeah. It's like a safe space to be you. It's a safe space. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it sounds like you've got a, a miracle product here. <laughs> well, not yet. Some, and maybe someday I'll be able to, but I do have a pretty darn good product here. It sounds um, like it. Yeah. 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 I mean, it sounds kind of weird to like put it down, but it's, it's not miracle juice, you know, but I want it to be miracle juice. Of course. For sure. Yeah. That's what I'm, that's what I'm working towards. But as far as, but I think it's the best thing out there right now, mm -hmm. for sure. It sounds like it's amazing. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to, uh, when I do the show notes for the episode here, I'll uh, link to your website and yeah, I'll great. have a bunch of information on it and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that'd be awesome. I love that. Thanks. All of our listeners can find out more because yeah. I know, I know a lot of people who would uh, like more hair. Yeah. And then they can call as well too and just chat yeah, if they want to. Definitely. And we can just talk a little bit. Okay. That sounds amazing. Now uh, to, to wrap up, do you have anything else that you wanted to uh, discuss or did you have any fun uh, celebrity stories from your acting career that you'd like to share? Did you, did you get to work with your, your favorite actor or actress or anything like that? Or I mean, I've worked with some pretty cool, some pretty cool people I have to say Yeah, that, that I really, that I really like. And I will say this, at least for me, for me, all my experiences have been super positive. I oh, think good. you don't you don't have hear been, that a lot. Have been super positive. No, because like for me, I, I should say like like the bigger the bigger the the actor, the more like for me, the more engaged they were oh, with like making sure that like everything was everyone was was at their top level. Oh, you yes. know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So they would always go kind of out of their way to just make sure it was like the most creative fun like space where people could like do good work oh you know? that, that that's my that's been my experience i've also heard horror stories you of know, course yeah i haven't i fortunately have not had this oh that's amazing that's yes. good that's good now I, I know there's a strike going on and all that kind of stuff but do yeah. you have any upcoming projects no no everything's everything's shut down but like i said i do it for fun i do yeah. it like you know when something I, I do it. I do it when the opportunity arises, and mm -hmm. that's that's pretty much it at this point. Yeah, for sure. It's just a a fun thing that you do. Yeah, it's like a little. I, I treat it's like a little vacation for me because it's because I love it. It's a good time. Mm -hmm. You know, you get to hang out with a bunch of cool people. You know. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, it's great. Sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, was there anything else that uh, you wanted to discuss on the on the show here before we go, or is that? Uh... Pretty much everything um, you wanted to cover. No, that that's that's pretty much it. I I did have a little interest in the toys. Did you have a Do you have a toy? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was a little bit interested in that. Okay, in in like the Etsy shop or just some of the yeah. stuff that I've got laying around. In your Etsy shop. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's called uh, Rusted Robot Toys. Actually, I'm looking at. Uh, some of the products right now behind the camera here. Uh, a lot of pop vinyls. Um, what else have I got? 
action figures, you know, all, all kinds of different things. That's great. That's cool. Yeah, it's uh, it, I've been collecting since I was a teenager, and uh, a few years ago I finally decided maybe it's time I don't need as many things as I uh, I have. So, had when you were when you were as a teenager, were you collecting as a collector or just collecting as like a fan? Well, I had a friend who had all kinds of cool stuff, and I wanted to be like him. Yeah, so I started collecting to probably uh, compete with him, and okay. and, al- and also probably because I was lacking something in myself. <laughs> <laughs> in the last what uh, 10 years or so i've been working on it and uh becoming you know more comfortable in who i am and sure. all, that, all that kind of good stuff and i'm like well maybe i don't need the the toys to define me anymore so maybe i can let some of them go that's cool and but how did are they i'm assuming most of them are unopened right uh the early ones are open yeah uh, but later yes i was like oh keep the mint in box okay yeah that makes sense yeah, I can never do that part of it. It's it's not easy. Yeah, that um, was the hard part. I can never do that. I always had I had friends that could do it. Yeah. I can never do it. That's why you buy two. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Some to I keep never, in the package. And... I never even thought about that. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, about six months ago, for some unknown reason, I started collecting Hot Wheels. Uh-huh. I don't know why. Uh, probably because I was going through a, a breakup at the time. and Yeah. I, I collect things when uh, there's stress in my life, I, I've, sure. I've realized. So <laughs> I started collecting Hot Wheels like a kid. And uh, I've got a, I've got a bunch uh, on my desk here. It's it's just a thing to occupy my time, I guess. I love Hot Wheels. I, I have I have two kids, and oh, two yeah. little girls. So, and I, I, I have bought them quite a bit of Hot Wheels as well. And they love them? They love them. Maybe I love them a little more. Yeah. Uh, but it's a it's a toy I can buy them that I can play with too. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and <laughs> and they're small. And you can just take them anywhere. Yeah, they're great. They're great. And they, and sometimes you get ones that go really far and really fast. Oh yes. You're like you're like score. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I was I was never able to get them to do like the tricks though. Yeah, I, I, I can never gotten... ever do that. I know they have like tracks and stuff, and I can never get the tracks to do to do what the pitcher said the tracks would do. I think those are professionals. Okay. We've spent yeah. years doing it. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's actually a, uh, there's a, a museum here in LA, a kid's museum. Okay. That has an entire Hot Wheel room. Really? And, and they have tracks and you, you can play with all of them and use their tracks. And it's a whole room with Hot Wheels and they have races that you can do. Oh. And they have like, tracks that go like ramps that go from one side to the room to the other that you have to climb up on a ladder oh, and wow. it's like multiple tracks so you can get up with your friends and do like races down it oh wow it's it's pretty fun and it's called the kids museum no it is called um uh, it's a very weird museum it's in the basement oh. of a jewish cultural center in la um, in la okay. it's it's uh oh i'm spacing on the name it's not very big. They have like four or five different rooms in it, but okay. all of them have kind of cool interactive. They call it a museum, but they have cool stuff like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Well, if I ever uh, do get to California, I'll have to. It's on Wilshire Boulevard. Wilshire Boulevard. I wish I could remember what it's called. Well, I think that should be enough to, for somebody to find it. Yeah. Wilshire Boulevard, Hot Wheel Museum, basement of Jewish Cultural Center. 
then and then the name should pop up. Those should be enough keywords to get you started. I would think so. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, we are talking about making a trip out to uh, Disneyland. So. Oh, great! You never know what'll happen. (laughs) Disneyland's fun. Yes. Yes, it is. I will. I took my kids there for the first time when they were my my oldest was five when I took her there. Okay. And I will say this: it's the first time I ever. I was reluctant because it's very expensive. Yes. And there were four of us. And mm. the whole day was almost a grant. It was, I, it was, yeah, I believe it. It was ridiculous. However, my little girl had her mouth open all day. She was like, oh, all day it was full of gasps and just amazement at what she saw. I, I was like, that's the magic of Disneyland. That and that's worth right a thousand dollars right It there. was totally worth it. I had no problem after. Oh that. yeah. But I was like, I was like, that's the magic that people talk about is that's that it. reaction. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't that's, that jaded, like, oh, which space mountain was faster. You know, it wasn't it wasn't anything like that. Yeah. It was just the awe and amazement at like the spectacles that she saw on all the rides. Yeah, you don't see too many sad faces at Disney. No, it was it was it was pretty cool. That part it was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, like I said, I went went for the first time this past week. Yeah, it was it was quite the adventure. Yeah. So awesome. Okay, cool, Sean. All right. Thank you. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm I'm so glad we got to do this. Me too. Me too. Maybe we'll do All it right. uh, in the future sometime. Yeah, it'd be great. Okay. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Soul Forge Podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated, and we hope you'll tune in again next time. Remember that you can visit soulforgepodcast.com for all of our social media links. And don't forget to share the show with everyone you know. The Soul Forge Podcast is your best source for living your best life. Think about it. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.